0: Hello Jets fans, welcome back to another episode of the Jets Centric Podcast. We are here recapping game 11 of the season where we faced off against the Detroit Red Wings and pulled out a 2-1 win. I am joined here by Ali Mowat. Hello. And Glenn. Hey. Just Glenn. Just just Glenn. Goofy (laughs) Glenn. (laughs) Me. All right, so what would you guys think of that game? Uh, I think it was more of the same for the first period, starting off slow after that, picked it up. But uh, Ali, what did you think of the first? Well, I, I couldn't agree more. The first period was brutal.
1: Like, <laughs> I didn't want to watch. It was covering my eyes for most of it. Um, but, I mean, same thing we saw with the Toronto game. They, they did pick up the pace as they went, so...
0: Yeah, and it was much better this game where they picked it up at the beginning of the second. Glenn, you were thinking maybe end of the first, they were starting to come on a bit?
2: Yeah, I watched how like, I was in and out on the first period, but the, the start was terrible. Like From what I did see, it was, uh, wasn't was a good start at all, but by the end, about the last four, four minutes, it looked like the Jets slowly started picking it up, and by the second period, it, obviously we outplayed Detroit in the second and third period, so... Yeah, you know it is. It is Detroit, but at least it's, it's the improvement on how we've been. Like we're not. We at least played two periods this game, not just one.
1: Yeah, very true. I I think it. I think it might have been the power play kind of got them going. Uh, obviously they didn't score on the first power play, but it, it did seem to wake them up a little bit.
0: Uh, Yeah, they got. They actually had a power play, what was it, with four minutes left. So, yeah, I guess that goes back to yeah. what Glenn was saying that that's when they started to take over, which I guess it's hard to not when you have the man advantage. But then you get three power plays in the second, and then momentum was all on their side because it was back to back to back power plays. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think it was – what did you see from this team from some guys that we've really been looking at closely so far? Uh, Wheeler, Ehlers, Little players like that? Uh, well, uh, I
1: think Ehlers had a better game tonight than he has all season. Um, I mean, he, he was... didn't
0: – Sorry.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It... It's not like he put up a lot of points or anything, but he was moving. and He was moving the puck, which I felt like he hasn't been doing super great at uh, so far this season. Um, I don't know. I didn't love Wheeler.
2: I'll be honest. Uh, I, I don't. He's he's been he, he's been off the whole whole season. I, I don't know what it is, but he just. I went to a game against Vancouver there, so the one game live, and it just looks like he's half a step. Off than what he was last year. Yeah, he, he, that power move that he used to go around the defenseman into the into the uh, opposing team's zone. He tr- either beat them or get behind the net, set up the the offensive zone. He just he can't. It's very rare that he can do that this year. Oh. I don't know if he's playing hurt or if he's just not.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's weird we've been talking about that every game and i think i've been keeping an extra eye on him game to game and i think he was actually better tonight he was he was stronger on the puck i guess he had a lot of chances he missed on them like he had quite a few in on the goalie alone or not alone but one on one yeah and he just seemed to <laughs> really easy on the goalie take a shot without looking up you
2: just get eaten by a dragon, or what was that? What was that? Yeah, I don't know. But- hey guys, I joined you. I'm <laughs> at the Bombergate right now. <laughs> Live, from hey. The Barmer, it's me. really, really foggy yeah. at the Barmer game. So Buff got his hundredth goal as a Jet. Five hundred points for the big guy. Definitely just winning in overtime, or was it regular time? Regulation. Yeah, regulation. Good for them. All right. I'm going to get back to the bomber game while you guys are doing the game recap, hey, but new, new I saw an opportunity to jump in there, there, so I thought I would. Enjoy. <laughs> That'll have to make the outtakes.
0: <laughs> oh, no, we keep everything in here. He just oh, yeah. didn't let us just do it, eh? He had, uh, had to sneak had in. Had to check in on his baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dedication, you know? It's impressive. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. I forget what we were talking about. Thanks, AJ. But <laughs> we were talking about that uh-huh. second period, which was a lot stronger. The shots were 21 to 4.
2: We also had three power
0: plays in that
1: period. We also had three power plays. But yeah. it also carried over into the five-on-five play, too. Yeah, Loco.
2: exactly. You know, that'll happen, though. Like, you know, obviously we had three power plays, but we were making them take penalties. So... Yeah. It's it's tough to say. Detroit is not a good team this year. But it's 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 an improvement on the last couple of games I've seen. Like I just, I hate how we've only played one period, what the last three games at least. Yeah. it's <laughs> And so at least we played more than that. It's, we definitely have to, improve. we ha- I haven't seen a full 60 minutes all y- year yet.
1: Oh, I agree. And I think uh, I remember in years past, you know, Paul Maurice kind of taking the fall when the team came out flat every now and then, but you got to think as a coach, he's got to be rethinking the way he's getting the team prepped because they've come out flat almost every
2: night. You'd hope so. I'm sure he has. I'm sure they're trying to figure something out. But it's like I watched the first couple minutes of this game and it looked like Bruce Wall, if he wasn't on there in the first five minutes, this could have been a totally different game. He made some big saves right off the hop to to keep the game tied at zero. Yeah, actually I wanted to ask, I wanted to talk
0: about Br- Brassois. Uh yeah, we didn't touch on him yet, but he uh he's three games in now, three wins. Am I saying that right? Our yeah, backup uncertain goalie who has yeah. struggled in his career is 3 and 0. Yeah, it I mean I'm thrilled. That's kind of the best case
1: scenario, right? But Yeah. Uh, it, oh, it's huge. It, the odds weren't in favor of
2: this happening this way, you know? <laughs> They usually aren't, right? When a backup comes in, yeah, a backup who has only played what twenty some games in his four year
0: career. Am I? I think something something like that. It's very low. I know he played ten last year, so I'm not too far off. But he he hasn't had a lot of opportunities and just changing his regimen this off season, working with Hallie and his goaltender trainer off season coach has really made a difference in his positioning his uh rebound control just every aspect of his game from what i heard his previous years
2: i, I guarantee he's already got the casual fans talking oh absolutely Hellebuck hasn't had a good like he's had okay games so it's, i'm not saying he's played terrible but he's had he hasn't had a great game yet and brossuas had two good games in this or great games and this game was good so He's already got some people talking. It is Winnipeg who's the two favorite yeah. people in Winnipeg are the backup goalie and the backup quarterback for the Bombers. So <laughs> keeping it interesting at least. Yeah,
1: definitely. But I mean, man, if the Jets have a solid backup goalie at last, then I like our odds for the season, you know, like Well, how many
2: years did we go if we didn't even have a solid starting goalie, so well, exactly, right? So,
1: like, let's say it takes Hellebuck a few more games to really yeah. get going. That's okay
2: now. Exactly, for sure. He will take He's going to take a couple more games. I, I still think he's going to turn it on to maybe not quite to the level he was last year, but close. Yeah. And, but when you can put your backup in and he can go out there and play well, it's it's a good problem to have. It's a good discussion to have. Exactly.
0: Well, when you look at this team they are such a high scoring team. They haven't been so far this season as much, but we know they have that offensive output that can be put on display at any time. And then you see the defense is maybe lacking in some areas to know that behind that questionable defense that you have goaltending like that. doesn't matter who's in net, It's really comforting to know that you should be able to win two, one, three, one games. If your offense is just not on, but I, you know, this isn't perfect and it's going to get better. The defense situation might not. It probably won't.
2: The offense should get but better. But
0: the offense should get better. And if your goaltending holds up, this team will be just as good as last year. Yeah, absolutely. What did you um, think Blaney tonight?
1: I mean, so he wasn't god-awful. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was, I'll admit, I was surprised to see him get bumped down to the fourth line. Uh,
0: yeah, who has it? Got moved up? Was it Maddie P?
1: Yeah, Perot. It, it, they they played uh, Ealer's little Perot for a while, which I've been gunning for. Like I love that line. Uh, a lot of speed on the on the wings. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's got
0: a track record of success, you know, from last season. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what's going to make Ealer's better, is him being the speedier forwards. Um, line name not saying he's slow, but he slows down the pace of play sometimes once they enter the zone because he's not a driving force. He doesn't go any further down than the faceoff dots. Yeah, and also he has so much
2: trouble getting out of his own end. Like he he watching him on the on the boards sometimes is just. <sighs> It troubles me that he can't like, you know, he's he's a sniper. He's never going to be the best defensive player in the game, but sometimes watching him take a pass on the boards out of their own zone it reminds me of me when I played hockey a couple of years ago, and I was terrible on the boards. Like He, he can't... Do he, you like say Lonnie
0: reminds you of yourself? On the board. <laughs> <laughs> not on the score sheet, though. No, no, definitely no. Not. Yeah, not so much, eh? it, it,
2: It's like his stick is too long. Like, he yeah, I don't know. It's he just looks so uncomfortable on the boards a lot.
1: Yeah, and, and that, teams uh, have figured out that they just need to pressure him. <laughs>
2: you yeah, know? as soon as you put any pressure on him, he he like he turns the puck. Up.
0: Another thing I noticed too was on that first unit power play, they would they would keep moving it to Scheifele, who's sitting in a slot area. He would miss it to the to the left of the net. It would ricochet off the boards and it would beat line A and exit the zone because line A was just kind of being lazy getting back to the boards to pinch in and keep it in. And then your defensemen are actually shifted at that point. So you have nothing on that side. And it happened, I want to say four or five times that I noticed. And I had one eye on the game, one eye elsewhere. So I'm not ragging on line A too much. He's still an elite scorer, but I think there's other parts of his game that just need a little bit of tweak uh tweaking and he should be much better but if he can just keep up playing like he is this season then we don't have to pay him as much and then <laughs> he can learn to be a complete player next year there you go that's that's the
1: answer here
2: he started last year off just like this it, last year i remember watching him and saying it does it sometimes it looks like he forgets how to even stick handle and then all of a sudden he went on a 15 game just streak so He's hot yeah. and cold and he's young and he's going to learn to get more consistent, but maybe going back to Finland, that might help him a lot. Maybe coming back from that trip will be huge for him. Uh, who knows?
0: Yeah. It, I mean, if anything's going to get him fired up, right? Like, So uh, again, I wanted to keep this episode somewhat short. We're at 15 minutes. I kind of want to end it with Ali. Um, let's talk about the the lineup changes going into this game, there was a bit of a different look, I guess, especially when I guess there was a pairing switch on defense.
1: Uh, oh man. Well, yeah. Okay.
0: So Morrow is still sitting out. So it was Kulikov and Myers. Yeah. Uh, well, I, but they had such opposite. We talked about it just before we clicked record, which was uh, the uh, on-ice time between Tyler Myers and Kulikov were so different. And you mentioned something about Myers being on with Sherratt or Bufflin. Bufflin.
1: Yeah. Bufflin. I noticed he took a few shifts with Bufflin. Uh, I think when they were trying to, uh, to get the equalizer, Uh, that's something Maurice likes to do, right? Like he puts, uh, he thinks that's their best offensive grouping for the defense. So he puts Myers and Bufflin out there, hoping that they'll score a goal and won't end up in their own end at any point, I guess.
2: Against Detroit. Um, Worry about that too much, I guess.
1: I guess, although Detroit is dangerous off the rush. That's That's what they do. So, you know, bit of a risky move, I think. But I think mostly their difference in ice time is probably coming from just special teams play. Like, I don't know what the five on five, five or five uh, ice time is at, but I, you know, Myers gets power play time, and I think he got a fair bit of PK time as well, and I don't think Kulikov got any of that.
0: No, no, I don't think Kulikov plays any special teams, because you have Truba, Morrissey, and Bufflin, so you throw in Myers and let Sherratt and Kulikov ride pine for a bit. Yeah,
1: which, I mean... Is probably the right choice. Yeah,
2: Kulkov hasn't, you know, coming off that surgery, he's really still trying to find his game. I hope he does. Him and Myers last year, they were a very serviceable third pairing. But he's really got to pick it up. But, he, you know, come, that's a hard surgery to come off of. So, hopefully he does pick it up in the next couple weeks. Because I like him a lot more than Morrow. Like, Morrow is, he's hit and miss. Sometimes I, I I don't mind him at all, but the last couple of games, he definitely was not very good.
1: Yeah. Moro can shine if there's somebody who's going to carry him, yep, and sure. but, but it kind of means Buff needs to be at his like on his game yeah. to get the most out of Moro, and Buff is, you know, I don't want to say he's been playing badly, but he hasn't been the dominant force that we're used to
2: in every game. Well, I don't know about that. We have a friend from Minnesota here tonight at my house, and he thinks Buff is a superstar, so.
0: Well, he's on
2: <laughs> Bufflin's neck of the woods right down the road. Yeah. And, we were going to uh, get him to do a call-in, but he got scared, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, fair enough. I was super timid, those Minnesoterans. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> let's uh,
0: wrap this thing up. Allie, can you give me your last thoughts? Anything you want to add before we hit the showers? Well, the, the only thing I want to
1: say is uh, they the Jets have got to stop giving up rush chances against like Toronto tore them apart. Uh, Detroit got a lot of really dangerous chances that they either whiffed on or Brassois robbed them. Right. And uh, I don't know, they've got to stop turning the puck over, I guess. That's, that's the main thing for me.
0: For sure. Well, boys, um, uh, Glenn's putting up his hands no. Put out his puppy
2: dog lip. Says, "I want a last word." No, I, I just think they. I'm, I'm looking forward to a game where the the Jets play through periods. We haven't seen it at, yet this year, and you know, if the Jets can put three periods, good periods together, they're going to be tough to be tough. They, they'll challenge any team in this league. Hopefully, tomorrow night will be one of those games because I think Toronto is going to be. You know, Toronto, in Toronto, Saturday night, it's going to be a good game. But the Jets have to have at least two good periods and hopefully three to have a chance.
0: I guess Toronto, you'll definitely
1: need three. I think so. All right. Hey, they're going to have some bite, right? They're going to be angry after that last game.
2: For sure. Hopefully, that this is the wake-up call we need.
0: Yeah. All right, boys. Let's wrap this thing up. There's some partying to do downstairs, Going Want to go party?
2: I'm going to go sleep.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> um, I'll I'll take one for the team and just drink for you too. Mm-hmm. Thank you, boys, for joining me tonight. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you guys again tomorrow after the Leafs game. Um, take care. Have a good night. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. Yeah.